This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Friday, October 7th. Game of the Night. Today's a huge day in the world of sports betting as we have four college football Friday Night Lights matchups as well as the beginning of MLB postseason with four Major League Baseball wildcard matchups. For a game of the night, we're going to start with a college football showdown at 7 p.m. between Nebraska and Rutgers. The current line on this game is Nebraska as a as a three-point road favorite, and the total is 50 and a half. Now, what we've seen in this game, first going into it, is the fact that you kind of have two teams going in different directions. Uh, you look at Nebraska, they're 2-3 and three on the season. They had fired their head coach earlier this year, and they just snapped a two-game losing skid with a win last week, winning 35-21 to over Indiana, covering as a 6.5-point home favorite. Meanwhile, Rutgers started out great, 3-0, and but now they've lost two straight. They're 3-2 and on the season, and they're coming off a big loss to Ohio State, 49-10, to but they actually pushed that game as a 39-point road dog. Side note, you lose by 39 and you're a 39-point dog. How good are the odds makers at what they do setting these numbers? But in terms of what we've seen for the betting market for this game, Nebraska opened as a three-point road favorite, and the line really hasn't moved at all. Now, oftentimes when you see a line move that really doesn't move at all, uh, then that kind of tells you, okay, maybe the odds makers set a perfect number, maybe the action is 50-50, maybe the, maybe the, the, the book has no reason to move it because they're taking in equal action on both sides. But sometimes when you see heavy betting on one side and yet the line doesn't move, that can be an indication of a line freeze with, with really some liability on one side despite heavy betting on the other. So for in this instance, looks like a bit of a line freeze. Nebraska is the public play tonight. They're getting 63% of bets using our VEASAN.com splits from DraftKings. And the fact that they're getting almost two-thirds of bets, yet they opened three and they've stayed three, why haven't they gone up to three and a half? That's notable to me. Uh, it tells me that there could be some liability here on Rutgers getting the three. And as always, when you're sitting at a key number, obviously football, the most common key number, and key numbers are so critical, you always want to have key numbers in the back of your head. The most common key number in, in both college and the NFL is three because that's the most uh, most um, kind of uh, most common method of scoring based on the field goal. And also it produces the most common outcomes, three-point victories. So if we're sitting on three right now, Nebraska minus three, what happens throughout the day today? It's a 7 o'clock game. Uh, it's on Fox Sports 1 if you're looking to watch this one. But also, where does the next move go? Do we start to see that Nebraska side, minus 3, minus 115 get juiced up like it's going to 3.5? If so, again, that could be not just a public play, but some respected money going Nebraska on game day. Again, pay attention to game day moves. That's, then, that's when sportsbooks raise their limits to the highest number, and that's when your big bets come in. So game day moves are always meaningful. Or do we see it go the other way? We know the public's on Nebraska hasn't moved off of three. Do you start to see Rutgers plus three at minus 115 get juiced up like it may get down to two and a half? Anytime you're on a key number to me, the next move is always critical because there's so much money on the line and getting a hook or getting below a key number could be huge for one side or the other. Uh, in terms of the total, we have seen a little bit of money to the under. What's notable is the public is expecting a high-scoring game here. 60% uh, of bets are on the over, yet we've seen this total fall from 51.5 down to 50.5. So it looks like there could be some under money leaning uh, toward a lower-scoring lower game, despite the public hammering the over here. Best of the rest. For the best of the rest, we're going to go to another big college football Friday Night Lights showdown tonight. This one is at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. It'll be on ESPN2. It's Houston 
at Memphis. This is currently Memphis listed as a two and a half point home favorite with a total of 57 and a half. Now, if you look at Houston going to this one, they've really struggled here. They're two and three on the season. They've lost three of their last four games. They had a really tough loss last week. They were actually a five point home favorite against Tulane. Uh, and they actually lost that game 27 to 24 in overtime. Meanwhile, Memphis, they're riding high right now. They're four and one on the year. They've won four straight, and they just beat Temple 24 to three, covering as an 18 and a half point home favorite. Now, what we've seen here, similar to opening as a key number of three, we did see Memphis open laying three. But what is notable with this one is this line is down to two and a half. Uh, so that did come off the key number here. And that is, again, notable because Memphis is the public play tonight. They're getting 69% of bets uh, from DraftKings using our vcin.com bet splits. And yet, despite almost 7 out of 10 bets, going with Memphis here makes sense. They have a better record. Uh, they've won four games in a row. Houston uh, did actually, lo- again, lost outright there as a favorite. Anytime you see a favorite lose outright, you know the public who bet them is going to be mad at them because they cost them money. Uh, and they're going to be kind of spiteful and looking to fade them and get some revenge. However, Memphis riding high, Houston off a bad loss, yet Memphis only opened minus three, and now this line is down to two and a half. So again, uh, despite 70, 69% of bets on Memphis, this line has fallen off the key number three down to two and a half. So that tells us maybe some respected money got Houston plus three there, causing a reverse line move in their favor. Uh, right now, you're only getting 31% of bets on Houston, but they are taking in 48% of the money. So that's a pretty good low bets, higher dollar bet split in favor of Houston in this one. And again, right now you're at uh, Memphis minus two and a half, but a lot of these shops are minus two and a half at minus 115 with Memphis. So if you do like Memphis, maybe you want to get them now because you're below the key number and and it looks like it may be creeping back up to three. If you want to go with that contrarian reverse line move toward Houston, which does look kind of sharp, again, only getting uh, a little less than a third of bets, but the line moved in their favor, then maybe you want to wait this thing out. It's a 7.30 game. Do you see this creep back up to three? Obviously, you know, based on this line move, Sharps that uh, caused the move toward Houston, they like the three. They didn't like the two and a half. So, again, you know, typically I, I, op- I operate under the premise of wise guys move numbers. They have the respect to the sports books. But, you know, you want to be with that sharp action, but you want to be with it at the number the wise guys like. You know, wise guys seem to like Houston at three here, not so much at two and a half. So if you like Houston, again, maybe this thing creeps back up to three. I think you need the three in this one. It's always critical to get that key number. And then in terms of the total, uh, this one's kind of fishy because both teams are 4-1 and one to the over. They've been really good over teams this year. And you have 74% of bets taking the over, yet this line fell. That's notable. 59.5 down to 57.5. Uh, again, that tells me that there's some respected money coming in on this under. Why did it fall if everyone's hammering the over? Why did the books drop the total to give out a better number to public over bettors when they're on the over to begin with? So, again, always remember when you're betting sports, if it looks fishy, looks too good to be true, anything can happen. Uh, but typically that's something to be aware of and maybe be a little bit cautious of if it looks too easy or too obvious. Remember, sports betting is difficult. It's not easy. Uh, so there's something uh, behind it. There's a reason behind it. Uh, for our second best of the rest here tonight, going to go to the third college football game that caught my eye tonight, 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, later game. Uh, this is going to be UNLV visiting San Jose State. This is going to be on CBS Sports Network if you want to sweat this one and watch it. Uh, and right now San Jose State, listed as a six-and-a-half-point home favorite with a total of 52. Now, if you look at UNLV, they're 4-1. They've won three straight. They just beat New Mexico 31-20 to last week. However, they did not cover as a 14-point home favorite. And then you look at San Jose State, they're also a good team, 3-1. and They've won two straight as well. Uh, they just crushed Wyoming. Very impressive win on the road. They beat Wyoming 33-16, and they were a two-and-a-half-point road favorite there, uh, and you won big. 
Uh, so both teams, good records, good matchup here. Now, what's notable to me is this line move towards San Jose State. San Jose State opened actually laying five. Now they're all the way up to minus six and a half at home. Now, again, if this was a public play towards San Jose State and they're getting, you know, 70, 80% of bets, uh, that would be, you know, make sense here. Heavy betting and the line move to San Jose State. I think the reason why I'd lean San Jose State in this one is that if you look at our, our VEASAN.com bet splits, the bet splits right now for the ticket count are right down the middle, 50-50, literally 50-50. Public doesn't know what to do. They like UNLV, the fact that they're 4-1, and one, they've won three straight, but they're maybe wary because they didn't cover last week. And then you look at San Jose State, they're 3-1. and one. Again, big win off of Wyoming. But the public's like, okay, we don't know what to do. We can make a case for UNLV, a good team, getting now 6.5. Uh, or we can say, hey, San Jose State's at home. They're coming off a big win. Let's lay the points with San Jose State. But either way, it's 50-50. Now, one thing that, if you're a data-driven better, that gets you going and gets you excited is that when you see a 50-50 ticket count, a bet split of, of right down the middle, theoretically in a vacuum, a line shouldn't move at all if the bets are even. However, when you see a 50-50 ticket count, yet you see a line move, that tells you that the, the team taking in the line movement is getting some really respected money because, again, 50-50, line shouldn't move at all, theoretically, but what, what do we know about ticket counts? All that matters is the raw ticket count, where the public is. Public's undecided. However, not every ticket is created equally. You know, you could have a game with, let's say, 10 tickets, five tickets on both sides. But what if the five tickets on one side are all at 100 bucks versus the five tickets on the other side all at 20 bucks? Again, you're going to lean on those bigger wagers uh, that have moved the number because they are typically reflective of a, uh, of a sharper better here. And it, it's not always that, you know, big bets come from sharp betters. Uh, however... Uh, it's really where the money is coming from. Like, for example, you know, someone who doesn't have a track record of success could bet $100,000 on a football game, but if they have a losing record, the books don't really respect that action. They may not move the number. But if you're a wise guy or a wise girl and you have a track record of success and you bet $1,000 on a side, you might move that number because the books know you. They know you have a high uh, win rate. They know that you uh, are a sharp better in general. So it's not always that the bigger wagers come from respected betters. However, uh, again, it's who the money is coming from. That's really the key when it comes to, uh, you know, money. And again, there's also an old adage of, you know, do you want to be with the money or against the money? Well, I want to be with the money if it's sharp money coming from respected betters who have a track record of success and have the respect to the books. I want to be against the money if it's public money that's really just betting based on gut instinct and bias. Josh's Sweats. For Josh's Sweats, I'm going to go back to first game we mentioned tonight, guys, and I'm going to take Rutgers plus three. This one jumped out to me. We had the earlier cap here on the pod. Uh, but number one, really sharp line freeze. This is your 7 o'clock game tonight, and across the board, uh, you are getting, uh, let's see, 63% of bets on Nebraska. So Nebraska is the public play, yet this line hasn't moved at all. Again, why are they still at three if everyone's bet, or not everyone, but two-thirds of bets, heavy public betting is on Nebraska. Typically, you're getting two-thirds of bets. Minus three goes up to three and a half, maybe four. But that hasn't happened. So this tells me that despite the public taking the Cornhuskers here, oddsmakers really don't worry about those $5 average Joe bets on Nebraska. They don't want to go up to three and a half and give out the hook because they're more concerned about giving out the Rutgers plus three and a half money. Uh, really good bet split here. Only 37% bets, but 50% of the money is on Rutgers, so that's a plus 13% smart money discrepancy. Again, you're a data-driven better, and you're looking at bets and dollars. Always remember the phrase, low bets, higher dollars. You want a team getting a low percentage of bets. That means you're contrarian. You can bet against the public, but a higher share of money because that's going to tell you the larger wages are, are in your favor. It's also kind of the ultimate buy-low-sell-high play uh, where you look at you know Rutgers having two straight losses. 
uh, versus Nebraska, who's off a win and a cover. So public, again, remembers Nebraska uh, came through for them if they bet on them. If they bet against them, they they took some, some money from them. So the public is always, you know, recency bias. What have you done for me lately? Uh, versus, again, uh, Rutgers, who's lost two straight. Also, contrarian primetime game, primetime dog. Again, 7 o'clock game. It's going to be on Fox Sports 1. You're at home only getting 37% of bets just from a contrarian standpoint. Uh, that's kind of a good angle there, bet against the public in a heavily bet spot, kind of like these primetime dogs that we're seeing in the NFL do very well. Uh, also, conference dog, uh, almost like the divisional dog angle in MLB or in the NFL, that familiarity, that rivalry aspect in college uh, typically leads to these tight, uh, you know, you know, kind of tight games here that benefits levels of the playing field, benefits the team getting points. Also, I'm really going to bank on this Rutgers defense. I was doing some research on this game, and Rutgers is actually 18th in the nation in total defense. Nebraska does have the better offense between these two, but the defense of Rutgers, big discrepancy here. 18th in the nation, best defense, 18th overall, but they're only giving up 282 yards a game. You look at Nebraska, they're giving up 469 yards a game. That is a huge discrepancy, almost of 200 yards. So again, public's on Nebraska. We opened three, we've stayed three. Uh, I'm thinking this is a line freeze here on Rutgers. I'm going to take the points with Rutgers at home. Give me Rutgers plus three and do it for Tony Soprano and the crew. Uh, and then my other Josh's Sweat of the Night. I know there's a lot of Major League Baseball today. We haven't really hit on it yet. But there's one game that caught my eye that I will be sweating. Give me the New York Mets. I'm going Mets on the money line, minus 150 tonight. This is an 8 o'clock game. It's going to be on ESPN. It's your first wild card matchup. Uh, the Mets are a minus 175 series favorite in this wild card showdown. San Diego's plus 145. Remember, uh, this is a three-game series. It's not the one-game playoff anymore. And all three games are at the uh, at the stadium of the home team or the favorite here, which would be the New York Mets. So all three games are at City Field. But tonight, the reason why I like the Mets, they have the make it simple. They have the biggest line move of the day, uh, t- telling me that they have the uh, you know biggest amount of respected money in their favor. The Mets opened at minus 130. They're up to minus 150 again. No other no other game tonight features line movement of like more than 10 cents of steam. This is 20 cents of steam, minus 130 up to minus 150. Uh, that tells me that a lot of respected money seems to be leaning Mets here. I want to be with that respected money. Max Scherzer is on the bump, 11-5, 2.29 ERA this year. He'll be facing Hugh Darvish, 16-8, 3.10 ERA. Aside from just this line move uh, toward the New York Mets, you also have kind of correlative betting, a favorite with a low total. So this is the lowest total of the day. It's actually tied for the Tampa Bay-Cleveland game. Uh, it is 6, but it's over minus 120. You know, if you look at Tampa Bay-Cleveland today, uh, that's 6 under minus 120. So I would lean more to that Tampa Bay-Cleveland under than I would the Mets under. By the way, that Tampa Bay-Cleveland under, uh, about 10 to 15 mile an hour winds blowing in from dead center. Uh, so you look at this Mets one, again, line movement in their favor. Uh, this is going to be a nice night at uh, at City Field. It's going to be about 65 degrees. The wind is blowing in a little bit here, left to right, 10 miles an hour. Uh, but my angle is the line move to the Mets, the correlative betting low total, with a favorite move toward the Mets. Again, fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely, never a guarantee, nothing's a guarantee in sports betting, but more likely they come from, quote-unquote, the better team. You also look at the bats of the Mets. They're hitting 259 versus only 241 for San Diego. And also Team ERA, 3.57 versus 3.81. Also, I give some you know credit here or a bit of an edge toward the Mets in terms of not only Scherzer, their starter. Again, Darvish has been good too. But the back end of their bullpen, Edwin Diaz. If you can get you know one run game here late, and you can bring in Diaz in the ninth, best closer in baseball. I think in these you know really important games, it's a lot to do with your starting pitcher and your bullpen. And Edwin Diaz is rested and ready to go. Also, look at the Mets in this spot. They've been profitable all year. They're 81 and 41 as a favorite. 
They're 54 and 27 at home, and they're 69 and 38 against right-handed pitchers. So we got the line move, the biggest of the day toward New York. We have a home team with a correlative betting favorite low total. Uh, we got we got uh, Scherzer here. We maybe we're gonna have Edwin Diaz late. Better bats, better team ERA. I will be sweating the New York Mets. I got the Mets at minus 148. Uh, you are, are looking across the market a lot of basically minus 150s here. Uh, but that about does it for today's VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast on Friday, October 7th. I wish you the best of luck. Reminder, we have so much great information at VEASAN. It's the busy time of year. That's a great day to bet on sports, by the way. What a great day with uh, four college football games, four MLB games. The weekend starts tomorrow with a huge college football slate, NFL on Sunday. We have hockey starting today, by the way. NBA is right around the corner. College hoops, again, uh, there's a lot going on, and at VEASAN, we're going to help you uh, to make it to put all this information in one place based on data, uh, advice, expertise, everything we can do to help you out and make you the, uh, allow you to make the smartest bet that you can. We'll never guarantee you a win. There's no such thing as a guarantee. But we're going to give you a lot of great info uh, to make this busy time of year hopefully a successful one. So just go to vsan.com slash newsletter. Sign up for the free daily newsletter if you want to give us a shot. Uh, with our uh, with our uh, membership right now, our pro membership, it's vison.com slash subscribe. And again, get on Twitter, follow follow us at Vison Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. But I wish you the best of luck. Enjoy your Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. And as always, hopefully you can cash some tickets today because as the godfather, a wise man once said, that's what it's all about. Have a great day, everyone.